Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. While the FAA does not yet, as of yet, require epinephrine auto injectors to be carried by all of the airlines, there is epinephrine on the airplane, but it's like in a vial form, which is quite hard to distribute as a general common courtesy to your fellow passengers, you know, bringing nut and peanut containing products on an airplane is kind of frowned upon at this point, but there are a lot of other non-allergenic foods that your baby can safely eat on the plane if you have a travel day coming up. I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven, specializing in infant feeding and baby led weaning. But it wasn't all that long ago that I struggled tremendously while trying to spoon feed my oldest baby. Fast forward to my next pregnancies, quadruplets and then twins, and we decided to go all in on baby led weaning. And those babies ate over 100 real wholesome foods before turning one. No force feeding by spoon, no short order cooking, no mealtime battles with picky eaters. Baby led weaning was such a transformational experience that I shifted the entire emphasis of my nutrition career. And I focus exclusively now on helping parents, caregivers, and healthcare providers give their babies a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. I created the Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro podcast to give you simple, actionable, proven strategies that you can use right now to master baby led weaning. If you're a new parent or a seasoned veteran looking to learn more about this evidence-based approach to raising independent eaters and starting solid food safely, you are in the right place. Let's get started and happy feeding. 
If you are brave enough to board a flight with your baby, you might be wondering, well, what sort of snacks should I have on hand? There was a mom in my program recently who was telling us about traveling on a 22-hour flight to India. She was with her son who had started Solid Foods. They were doing baby led weaning and she was going to be doing a rice feeding ceremony with her family. And she's like, all of that sounds wonderful, but like the thought of trying to get there, like what sort of food can I take with me? So I put together a little list for her, which I'm going to share the expanded version of it with you guys today. And by the way, she did live to tell the story of flying on the plane, but she said it was like the longest 22 hours of her life. And obviously babies on a normal day do not need snacks, right? Like we know that babies can get most of their nutrition from the infant milk that you're continuing to feed them as they're learning how to eat, plus the meals that they're eating, okay? The baby food industrial complex wants us to think that our babies need snacks. But when you get on that plane, it's oftentimes the mom and the dad who need the snacks because even the best laid plans, if they go awry, I mean, I know I'm type A to the max. The first time I got on a plane with my daughter, I was like, I got to go to Target. I was like wandering around the baby food aisle being like, what food should I bring with me? Because I normally control what we're eating and what she's having. But like, if I don't have control over where our next meal is coming from, if our plans get changed when we're traveling, I think some snacks are going to be helpful. And I totally agree with you that on, I agree with me, I guess, <laughs> my, my new mom self, that snacks are totally fine on travel day if you need them to get through the day, okay? So in today's episode, I want to look at some airplane snack ideas if you are hitting the friendly skies with your baby led weaning baby anytime soon. Now, I like to start out these mini training episodes with a baby led weaning tip of the day. And today's tip is to steer clear of nut-containing snacks when you are getting on a plane. Now, every airline has different rules and there's no hard and fast ban on nut foods on airplanes, but obviously you've been on airplanes where they announce overhead, someone here has a severe nut or peanut allergy. Those are two separate allergies, by the way. And we ask you not to consume those foods. They don't serve peanuts on airplanes anymore. There's, you know, instances of, I know there's just recently an article I read in the newspaper that was about the FAA is considering they're fielding comments right now about possibly making epinephrine auto injectors mandatory on U.S. airlines. Because right now you have to carry epinephrine in doses high enough to treat an adult for a heart attack, but it's like in a vial as opposed to a really easy to administer auto injector. And so some airlines are just making the call right now, but obviously these medications, EpiPens are hard to come by and they expire and they're expensive. However, epinephrine saves lives. Now, your baby, are they going to have an anaphylactic reaction and die on an airplane from eating a food that they're allergic to? That's very unlikely, right? We've covered extensively on this podcast how death from anaphylaxis in infancy from food allergies is almost all but unheard of, but there's a lot of conversation around this in the adult space right now. So also out of a like, courtesy to your other passengers, especially because cross-contamination can cause allergic reaction in those who do have certain food allergies, Taking potentially allergenic foods on the plane, not a great idea. And especially this is a sensitive area for people with nut and peanut allergies. So one of the very few packaged snacks that I actually like for babies is a peanut puff called Puffworks. I recommend them as a very no-stress, low-mass way to introduce your baby safely to peanuts if you don't want to deal with thinning out peanut butter. They also make a tree nut snack, so an almond butter snack for babies, but I don't recommend taking those on the airplane. Again, because of the potential for cross-contamination for other people that may have those allergies. So that's the one snack I like. 
but I don't recommend taking it on a plane. The other snacks that I like for airplane, not for airplanes, for just snacks in general, like if you need to have an easy convenience food that your baby can eat right now, I love hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> I love sardines. I mean, babies eat the heck out of those foods, but they definitely stink when you get on an airplane, right? Like, you know the person who's getting on the plane with hard-boiled eggs from Starbucks and you're like, really, on an airplane? So while I love hard-boiled eggs and sardines, probably to keep the other people around you happy, you should not buy those. The thing that you should buy that makes the people happy on the airplane, though, I know my sister-in-law used to do this when she, she traveled a lot more with her kids. She had three kids and she would travel solo with them to go visit her mom. And she would always, at Target, buy a couple of bags of candy for the flight attendants to say thank you for putting up with our kids. Whether or not you think that's necessary, that's your call. But it was always a nice touch. And I watched her do it one time when we all traveled with all of the babies together. I had my seven kids, her three, my sister had six. There was like so many kids on this plane. The candy was very, very appreciated by the flight attendants. So not good for your baby though, because obviously what are we looking for when we're looking for snacks for a baby? It's a perfect segue into the next section, which is the nutrition information. So my suggestion to you is if you are sourcing snacks, and I'm not going to give you any brand name recommendations on this podcast, because I want you to go and find out the ones that work for you, because you don't need a ton of these. We actually put our intern on this task in preparation for this episode. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's kind of hard to find baby specific snacks. It's like, yeah, just like with regular food, babies can eat some of the same foods that adults can eat. Should they be having, you know, flaming Hot Cheetos for a snack on the airplane? Probably not. What you want to look for when you're looking at packaged snacks for your baby, look for zero grams of added sugar. Okay, that's for me as a dietitian, like that's just a habit I'm gonna get into as a mom as well, that I don't want any added sugar. Okay, babies don't need any added sugar. The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends against added sugar for babies up until age two. And even after that, we're trying to minimize that if at all possible. Don't worry, your child will have plenty of access to sugar in lots of other places as they get older. But if you're looking for snacks, go for zero grams of sugar. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. The second thing that I always look for is less than 100 milligrams of sodium per serving. Okay, so zero grams of added sugar and less than 100 milligrams of sodium. Now, your packaged snack food, you know, depends what kind of snacks you guys like. It's kind of a fun exercise to look at what you're eating right now. If there's less than 100 milligrams of sodium and it's something that you don't think would pose a choking hazard to your baby, then it's something that your baby can probably have with you. 
One snack food that I routinely ate and liked that I was surprised when my babies got a little bit older was totally fine for them to have were the pea snaps. So they look kind of like about the size of your adult pinky finger, good size for baby led weaning. They dissolve quite easily on your baby's tongue. They're a little bit on the crispy side, so I don't do them for earlier eaters. But once your baby's handling some crispier, crunchier foods, there's a couple of the brands of the pea snaps that had no added sugar. Some of them had like 15 to 20 milligrams of sodium, which is very low. But again, my general rule of thumb is that I'm looking for less than 100 milligrams of sodium in a serving of a food that I'm going to offer to my baby, knowing that most of the foods that I offer are not coming out of a package. So a little bit of sodium here and there is not the end of the world. But again, you have to make the call about whether or not your baby can handle that particular texture. What about pouches? Sometimes people are surprised to hear, why why would you even be mentioning pouches if you teach about baby led weaning? Well, I have nothing against purees. Purees are a very important texture for your baby to master. They're just not the only texture your baby can eat. And we've covered pouches on the podcast and I'll link to an episode where I interviewed a speech language pathologist and we talk about some of the limitations of pouches. But from a developmental standpoint, there is no feeding milestone that requires your baby to learn how to suck out of a plastic nozzle, okay? And when you're doing pouches, I think they're perfectly fine, especially for travel days. Like if there is sometimes food and a convenience food and you need it to get through that trip, you absolutely do it. Now, the way we recommend doing pouches for baby led weaning is not exactly conducive with airplane travel because it involves taking a suction bowl, pouring the pouch into the bowl, putting the puree onto the preloaded spoon, and then putting that in your baby's hand. Like, I just don't see you doing that in the little tiny confined space where you're sitting on an airplane. Plus, it would make a huge mess. So I personally am more interested in finger foods that aren't so messy, that are not offensive with regards to their smell, and that are safe for my baby to eat. So again, pouches, totally fine for travel for convenience. Just so you know, pouches and other pureed baby foods. They're not subject to the liquid rules. Like you're not supposed to bring, you know, more than three ounces of a liquid food on. If it is a food for your baby, you are allowed to bring it on to the airplane. But again, from a developmental standpoint, we like to see the baby eating the puree by themselves off of a preloaded spoon and just not awesome on an airplane. What will work, however, I love fresh fruit. Okay. One of the best travel snacks ever invented, uh, the banana, right, comes in its own hermetically sealed external container called the banana peel. We never offer babies the banana peel. It is a huge choking hazard. But if you take the banana out of the peel, cut it into strips about the size of your adult pinky finger, put it on a suction mat or bowl, let your baby pick it up or you know, hold it in your hand and let them take it that way, that would work perfectly fine. I've also had travel trips where, you know, you get like a fresh fruit cup, but sometimes, especially if it's like the kind of harder melon, if it's like crunchy and crispy and hard for your baby to swallow, we can't offer it. But remember one time, I love hot tea, and they always have hot water on an airplane, just pour a little bit of hot water on there to soften it. Obviously, you have to cool it, okay? So set it to the side. If you're down, like that's kind of a little bit labor intense, but fresh fruit is an option for your baby on the plane, but we just want it to be soft. So we don't do like dried fruits or sticky fruits or any fruits that are hard, crunchy, or crispy. Another really easy snack to take on a plane for a baby is cooked pasta. It could be cold cooked pasta. I usually prefer the longer pieces of pasta that are shaped about the size of your adult pinky finger, things like rigatoni or penne or cavatappi, cook them past the al dente stage. So al dente is to the tooth, but for baby led weaning, we go a little bit past that. So it's nice and soft and then rinse your pasta under running water. And then I also will toss it either in some oil or some butter. If you're doing butter, keep in mind that that is a food that contains cow's milk protein, which is an allergenic food and pasta contains wheat, another potentially allergenic food. Again, these foods are fine, perfectly acceptable for your baby to eat, but you'd want them to have had the wheat products and or the milk products a number of times on their own without reaction, like 
you don't want to try it for one of the first times on an airplane and have them have an allergic reaction. So if you're good with wheat and your baby's good with pasta, do the pasta that's cold, that's cooked, and you toss it in a little bit of oil or butter to keep it from sticking together. Put that in whatever food container you use and your baby can pick it up and feed it to themselves. Another one that I love are cooked baby carrots. Very super easy to boil a baby carrot to the point where it passes the squish test. What that means is if you squeeze the carrot between your finger and your thumb, there should be a little bit of give. Okay, that's an indicator that it's safe for your baby to eat with their gums. Again, I don't do any raw carrots for babies, but prepping some cooked pasta, prepping some cooked carrots, there's two super easy snacks that you can take with you that are not packaged and processed, that don't have added sugar and sodium, and that are pretty affordable as well. Sometimes parents ask about dried cereals. I have no problem with dried cereals. I love certain dried cereals for older kids, but it is really hard to find a dried cereal that has a minimal amount of sodium and no added sugar, right? If it's a kid's cereal, of course, it's sugar-sweetened. But you would be surprised how much sodium ends up being in dried cereal, particularly if it's sugar-free. I feel like they compensate by putting extra salt in it. So you're pretty hard-pressed to find a cereal that would work as far as being lower in sodium and no added sugar. But something, you know, people ask about just plain old-fashioned like oat O's, okay? As long as we get the type that don't have added sugar, if you're older baby who has been eating solid foods for a while now and also has their pincer grasp, if you're down for that to keep them occupied, I mean, that's probably one of like the most timeless baby snacks out there. We just don't do those little pieces, those little O's for cereal for early eaters, of course, because A, they don't have their pincer grasp to pick it up and feed it to themselves, but B, a very small piece of food like that could be the exact size to potentially occlude their airway. Another good option is pancake strips. So if you're making any variety of pancakes, I know we have 20 different starchy foods on my 100 first foods list. Parents are always making different pancakes or fritters out of them. If you're following my 100 first foods daily meal plan or your insider program with lots of recipes for baby led weaning pancakes, a lot of those will work very well on the airplane as well. I usually use my pizza cutter to cut them up into little strips, put them in the food storage bag. I like those silicone food storage bags over plastic ones pop them in my diaper bag and you have some easy finger foods for your baby to pick up and feed to themselves. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. One other tip for traveling on the airplane is, and my husband actually works in aviation and he works for a company that does a lot of the third-party stuff, which also includes cleaning the planes. I have some inside knowledge to help unclean the plane truly is. And I always bring my own suction mat or bowl for the airplane for my babies. Now, another thing that I love, a product that Easy Peasy has come out with, the tiny placemat. It's this silicone suction placemat that's about the size of the tray on your standard commercial airliner and you roll it out on top and you can put the foods right on there. You know it's clean. It rolls up nice and easy and pretty small to go into your diaper bag, but that way you don't have to put the food on the questionable tray, which I feel like even if you wipe everything down, I'm still like, oh, I need another barrier between the germs and the food my baby's about to put in their mouth. So that's called the easy peasy tiny placement. 
And my affiliate discount code KD10 works for 10% off at easypeasyfun.com. I hope you guys found a few tips if you're going to hit that plane ride. This mom that was in my group that just got back from a 22-hour flight with her baby from India, she said there weren't enough snacks in the world to keep her baby occupied. So if you're doing a really long haul and you've got some other ideas, I would love to hear them. And, you know, a lot of times your baby is going to be, if you're doing a long flight and you're actually getting food on the airplane, do exactly what you would do in a restaurant. Look around at the food that's on your plate because they don't have special meals for babies that are not pureed and see, is there something here that my baby can also eat? Having modified versions of the same foods that you eat. You know, I always encourage parents to think of travel as an opportunity for your baby to try a new food. So maybe there's some new foods out there on the plane that they might be interested in trying, but I'm with you unpacking some snacks for the airplane day. And if you want to get some more ideas of recipes and foods you can feed your baby, they're all inside of my program, Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. That's at babyledweaning.co. Happy travels to those of you hitting the road. And I will put some of the links to the products as well as the ideas that I talked about today on the show notes page for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 407. 407. 